Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to another Thursday night here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. I'm so excited that you decided to join me once again. Uh, we started a couple of weeks ago, we started a new series here on Thursday nights entitled Overcoming Our Fears. We are going to overcome them in Jesus' mighty name. So if you've ever had any issue with fear, this is the place where you want to be right here and right now. If you know anybody that has issues with it, then you want to send them a link to this video and to the series. Uh, send it to those that you care about, that you love, those that you want to see prosper so, so that they can overcome fear. If you're new to this channel, make sure you hit the subscribe button. And if this video uh, is something that really speaks to you, go ahead and hit the, the like button as well. Hallelujah. All right. Before we get started, let's go ahead and have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much in the mighty name of Jesus for this time that you've given us to gather on your word. Lord, I do pray that you would speak to us by your spirit and that you would just lead us through this entire time. Lord, uh, we want to overcome fear. And Lord, we cannot do that without you. So we pray, Father, a special anointing tonight to overcome our fears. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. All right. Last time that we were together, uh, we, I gave you um, some of my dream, some of the heavenly vision that I had. If you didn't hear it, go back and hear it. I believe it's going to bless you. And uh, we, we last stopped on the book of Proverbs, Proverbs 29, and verse number 25. Let me read that once again. It says, uh, the Message Bible, it says, the fear of human opinion disables. Trusting in God protects you from that. So we know that fear has the ability to paralyze us, to freeze us right where we are. I've had many abouts with it where I had been frozen. But you know what? It comes, there comes a time in our lives where, when we're going to have to say, look, I'm not an animal. You will not chain me anymore. I will not be controlled or chained by fear. No, I will arise and become all that God has called us to be. You know, one way that we're going to overcome fear is that you're going to have to uh, quantify the fear and you're going to have to come to terms with with a negative effect. If that negative negative effect does happen, if you come to terms with that, then you'll find out as well that fear no longer has uh, power over you. Let's say you have something to say in the classroom or something to say on social media. You have something to say to a friend. And if you say, you know, if the fear says to you, if the voice of fear uh, says to you, if you say that, they're going to walk away from you, they're going to leave you. But you know it's God dealing with you about it, and you know it's been riding on your heart for a while. That's one thing about those who have encountered fear before. We can take the Word of God in our hearts. I'm telling you, we can take it in our hearts and we won't say it unless it really burns on the inside of us till we get to the point where we know, okay, I've got to say something. Well, let's just say you have come to that point and you know this is God and you know you're going to have to say it, but you know, or at least you think, you hear the voice of fear saying, if you say this, then they may not like you or they may reject you. All right. If we allow fear to overcome us at that moment and we don't say anything, Guess what happens? We come into the uh, feeling of, of regret. And remember, regret, or we can say it this way, uh, embarrassment may last for a moment, but regret may, will last for a lifetime. You know, you'll regret something. You may get over the pain over it, but that regret will still be there. So don't allow temporary embarrassment. 
if they do say something, if they do walk away, God will bring you someone else in your life. We have to be more concerned about speaking the truth of God, especially in this day and hour right now. We're living in the last days and we cannot, al- we cannot allow the shackles or chains of fear to hold us back from doing what God wants us to do. There are people in this world today that are desperate. They are lonely. They're in pain and they're waiting on Christ. They're waiting on a representative of Christ. They're waiting on a true Christian, a true child of God to say something. The whole world is groaning and travailing for the manifestation of the sons of God. They're waiting on someone to stand up. They may not know it, but I'm telling you, they're waiting on you uh, to give a word. But if we shy away from every opportunity, then what will happen uh, with them? So we're not going to allow fear to shackle us. Let me tell you now, you are not an animal and you will not be shackled nor dominated by fear. Amen. So as we said there in uh, Proverbs 29, 25, uh, fear can paralyze you. Uh, The fear of him. Let me say it again. The fear of human opinion disables, but trusting in God, trusting in God protects you from that. So we're going to have to hold on to the Lord's hand through it all holding on to his hand. Now, one reason that you have had so much fear in your life is because you have had something to say. It's because you have had something to do. And there is a thing called a spirit of fear in second Timothy, the first chapter, verse number seven, and a spirit of fear, its main uh, prerogative or influence of your life is to prevent you from saying and doing because it knows somehow it knows that you have an answer. It knows that you have a word. So the enemy will assign a spirit of fear to keep you silent, to keep you from speaking. And if it works enough, if it is triumphant enough in your life, when you really have something to say, you'll be too terrified to say it, you know? I've been in those cases before. Let me tell you, I'm, I know I may be preaching to some of the choir now, but I've been in those cases before over the years when, and of course, all right, here comes another, another word of testimony. Let me give you this. Hallelujah. This is testimony time. All right. In this one particular time when I'm telling you, I really had a horrible bout with fear, really did. All right. A young lady, a a mother comes to me in our food bank facility and she says, now I'm a young pastor. So this may have been about um, maybe about 20 or so years ago. All right. This young lady or this mother comes to me at our food bank facility and she says, could you come and pray for my daughter? I said, "Okay, what's going on? She said, well, she's in jail. I said, "Okay, I've been there before, but she's uh, in jail for murder. And would you please go and pray for her? I said, I said, sure. But I heard the voice of fear. You know, you can hear the voice of faith. The voice of faith says you can do this. You can overcome this. You can do it. But at the same time, you will hear also the voice of fear saying, well, what do you have to say? Uh, well, you know, what, what's so special about you? You can't do this. You can't do this. The voice of fear points at you. But the voice of faith points to God. The voice of faith says you are well able to do this. You can do this. You can do all things 
through Christ who strengthens you. Hallelujah. And depending on which voice you listen to, which voice you listen to, that's how you're going to um, proceed. You know, depending on which one you listen to the most. All right. Well, anyway, here, here comes the, the voice of fear beginning, beginning to whisper in this ear. You don't have anything to say. You can't do this. And again, the presence of that voice says you do have something to say and that you will have an impact or else you wouldn't be hearing this so loud in your ear. Let me go on. And so I, I agreed. Uh, I heard the voice of fear, but I also heard the voice of faith. The Lord said, go ahead and go on. So I went on to the place and I finally got there uh, into the uh, into the into the room, into the, you know, into the jail. And I gave the guard my, you know, my wallet, my keys and all of that stuff, emptied all of that stuff, went through the metal detectors and all of that. And then I went on all the way back to where the inmates were at the time. Now, uh, this was, I guess, sort of a maximum security thing. So I could not touch the individual. So we had to talk through, uh, talk through the glass. So anyway, uh, the young lady came in and she sat before me on the other side of the glass and she picked up her phone and I, I had my Bible. I'm Mr. Preacher, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm preacher, right? Yeah. I helped pick, had my Bible and I picked up my phone as well. Around about that time, fear began to just yell and scream in my ear. And with me, one of the ways that uh, fear would manifest uh, was that in of a stutter or a stammer, stutter or stammer. Uh, I always thought, at least when I was growing up, that nobody wanted to hear anything I had to say and that what I had to say was insignificant. And so here's the enemy trying to bring that mess right back up in my hearing. And so here I am, I have my phone in, in my hand. She has her phone on the other side and, and uh, I'm trying to speak to her, but I stammered and I stuttered, I stuttered and I stammered. My heart rate was thumping. And I'm hearing, you don't have anything to say to her. There's nothing that you can say that's going to help her. And I'm hearing this and at the same time, I'm trying to trying to speak to her, trying to give her a word, and I'm stuttering, and I'm stammering, and I'm stuttering and stammering. Finally, I try to open my Bible uh, to read a scripture, but I stuttered and stammered and stuttered and stammered. So I'm really having a time on this side of the glass. But when I'm looking at her, she is sitting over there laughing up a storm. And I'm thinking inside, my God, I am here trying to minister to you, trying to give you words of encouragement and hope. And she is laughing at me. Well, that brought up memories for, of my uh, uh, school days back in elementary class. You know, when the teacher would say, go around the room and let's read. You know, and I would get so afraid, even back then, so afraid that I that I wouldn't do it right, that I that I couldn't do it right. And I couldn't speak before a group of people. I couldn't do it. So what would happen when it went around the room for me to time for me to read? I would read, but I would stammer and stutter and stammer and stutter. And, you know, the children would laugh. <laughs> they would laugh, laugh, laugh. And so here I am. I'm reliving that same thing that was rooted in my childhood, reliving that same moment. Here she is laughing on the other side of me. And I'm like, Lord, or rather in front of me. And I, I'm saying on the inside, Lord, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do your will. I'm trying to do your will. And then, you know, and so finally, 
I, I just resorted to the only thing that I could do. I held the Bible up to the glass and I pointed at the Bible. Read this, read this. And, you know, and all of a sudden I heard the sweetest sound I had ever heard before. I mean, it was so sweet. It was the bell. And announcements, uh, one of the guards said, inmates, please report to your rooms. Uh, visitation is over. I said, oh. My God, I mean, I felt really emotionally drained, like I'd gone a hundred rounds. Well, I left, I left the room and uh, she went on back and, you know, she waved at me, chuckled and all that. And I'm thinking, my God, what is this woman thinking? This man is, this man is, he's, who did my mother ask, who did my mother ask to come in here to talk to me? This guy's an idiot. You know, I'm thinking about all that. I'm like, oh, Lord, what did I do? And so I finally get my wallet, keys, and all that from the main guard, go back to the car, and on the way home, I cried. I said, Lord, I, I tried, I tried, I tried, I tried, I tried. And then I heard the voice of the Spirit of God really comforting me, comforting me. And then, you know, it was gone. One year later, about a year later, I saw the mother of that inmate once again, the mother. I saw her at the food bank. I hadn't seen her since. About a year later, I saw her. And I saw her come in the door. And I immediately recognized her. I think the spirit <laughs> wanted me to recognize her. I immediately recognized her. What did I do? Did I go run to her? No. I did what any good, 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 good faith-filled man would do. I went to the other side of the room. <laughs> you know, I tried my best to avoid. I didn't want to hear, didn't want to see. But you know, every place I went, she was right there. It was crazy. I went over here, she was there. And so finally I said, okay. And so finally she caught up with me. She said, hey, remember me? I said, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I remember you. Yeah, yeah, I remember. She said, remember you went to pray for my daughter. Um, my daughter, uh, who was, was in prison, who was in prison. I said, oh, okay. Well, yes, I, I remember. I remember. She said, you know what? She can't stop talking about how you really blessed her and encouraged her that day. I said, what? What, what are you talking about? Was there, I said, was there another minister? I really asked her, was there another minister there that day? She said, no, no, no. It was you. It was you. It was you. And then it hit me. Bang, like a ton of bricks. And the Lord was telling me, it was not your ability that I needed, but your availability. What I perceived as her laughing at me was the joy of the Lord welling up on the inside of her. The joy of the Lord welling up on the inside of her. I don't know, maybe the Lord was just using this physical form and he used my weakness. He used my weakness. The Bible says that in our weakness is his strength made perfect. He took my weakness and ministered that to this lady on the other side and she received strength. I'm thinking she's laughing, thinking this guy's an idiot. But instead, the glory of the Lord was upon her. Hallelujah. So that told me once again, you know, it's not all about you. What fear does, it tries to make the situation about you, how smart you are, how prepared you are, how much Bible you know, how equipped you are. It, it, it points at you. It points at you. Fear points to you. 
But if you ever get in faith, faith always points to God. Faith says, I can do this through Christ. And part of our overcoming our fears, part of overcoming our fears is to turn our attention from us to him. Turn our attention from the circumstance, turn it to him. One of my favorite examples, I've given it a whole bunch of times, is when Peter walked on the water to go to Jesus. As long as he had Jesus in view, as long as he looked at Jesus, he was fine. He was walking on the water. But the moment he began to look at the waves and, and the sea, and you know he felt the wind boisterous against him. In other words, the moment he looked away from Christ and started looking at the situation, start looking at the members of the class, start thinking about what people would say, start, um, start thinking about, oh, how many people have died from this, and oh, the epidemic, and oh, the, the pandemic, and this, and the virus, and this, and that. The moment we look away from him, fear comes in. And I'm telling you, and it can cause you to sink. So we want to avoid that. We want to overcome our fears. And so I guess in this series, um, as we begin to close, I see here, we want to do this about 20 minutes at a time or 20, 25 minutes at a time. So during this time, I'll share with you some testimonies of how I overcame fear and how, you know, some people can learn things the easy way. Then some other people have to learn things sometimes the hard way. But when I have learned, they have been ingrained and etched into me. And these are the things that I want to share with you because you think, well, um, how could a man that had, had a that thought, you know, that nobody wanted to hear his voice? Uh, how would he end up being a pastor speaking in front of people? How would he end up uh, speaking on YouTube? How how does that happen when you when he has a podcast and radio stations and your voice is heard all over the world? How can that happen? It's Jesus, man. It's Jesus. It's the power of his spirit. And these are the things that I want to lead you in how to overcome your fear. Now, I'm telling you that overcoming does not mean that um, there is an absence of danger. Oh, the danger is real. There's no doubt about that. But it does mean that the temptation to fall into it will eventually become an annoyance more than a hindrance. Got me? Hallelujah. Let's go just a tiny bit uh, further today, just a tiny bit further. And uh, let me just go ahead and read. I have about 16 different things that people are afraid of. Now, there are a whole lot more, but there, here, are, here are about 16 items that we have identified for, uh, for our time together. 16 different things that we're afraid of. Now, let me say this as well. Fear is like a tree, right? And the fruit that grows off of it, and we mainly identify with that. Someone say, well, I have a fear of heights or a fear of death and so forth and so on. Well, that's the fruit that grows on the tree, but that's not the root of it. There's a reason why you are afraid of that. There's a reason why I was afraid of, of uh, speaking in class. There was a reason why it, al it always has a root of it. So when we identify these 16 areas here, uh, I want you to go back and ask the Lord, what are the roots of my fear? And help me to overcome the roots of the fear. Because when you overcome the roots of the fear, when you chop off the roots, 
the tree will eventually die. If you put poison, if you just try to poison a limb, there's only so much that's going to do, right? But if you poison the roots, the whole tree is going to die. Got me? Let me give you these six things, uh, 16 items, and then we'll, we'll close out. And my goodness, we did not do once again our affirmation. So I think I'm going to have to do our affirmation now after these 16 things, okay? And that's, this is what we will pick up on the next time. All right, here are these 16 things that we are afraid of. Uh, fear of disapproval, fear of judgment, fear of criticism, fear of not being enough, fear of not having enough, fear of being wrong, fear of being considered or viewed as weak, fear of rejection, fear of being unloved, fear of being alone or unloved or unwanted, fear of being alone, uh, fear of being misunderstood, fear of public humiliation, the fear of being taken advantage of, fear of failure, fear of the dark, and last, the fear of death, fear of death. So these are about 16 items uh, that we're really going to look at. But remember, all of these have one thing in common. It's you. Fear points to you. It never points to God. Fear points to your ability, but it never points to your ability in God. That's what faith does. Faith says, don't look at you. Look at him. Look at him because he has everything. Greater is he who's within you than he that is in the world. Amen. All right, so let's go now to our affirmation, and we'll see if we can do this the first thing on the next time. We know we just have to see. All right, so let's say this together. We're going to say it loudly if, if it's appropriate where you are, but definitely say it boldly, okay? Say it boldly. All right, let's read it. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I have been washed by the blood of Jesus. The greater one lives in me, and I am yielded to his spirit. Therefore, I will always overcome, be triumphant, and excel in all matters of the kingdom. Today, I declare I am fearless, bold, and safely secured in the Father's love for me. Glory to God. Let me read that last part again. I love that. Today, I declare I am fearless, bold, and safely secured in the Father's love for me. Glory to God. And you are. Well, I pray this time was encouraging to you. Let me pray with you before we go. My God, let me pray with you before we go. Let's go. Heavenly Father, I thank you for my friend that is right now watching. And Lord, I do rebuke the spirit of fear off of them in Jesus' name. And Lord, I ask you uh, that you would reveal to them the very roots of their fear. And Lord, I, we speak to the roots of their fear and we command that root to dry up in Jesus' name. And Lord, I ask that faith and confidence be restored in them as to who they are in you. Show them who you are, Father. I pray that you would manifest your presence in their lives. When the voice of when the voice of fear speaks, Father, I pray that the voice of, of faith would speak louder, that it would, uh, that it would overshadow and drown out the voice of fear, and that your people, when you call upon them, they will respond. They will respond in courage and in full confidence. I thank you, Father, for your beloved. I speak peace into their lives. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Well, all right. I pray that this time was beneficial for you and that you are blessed and encouraged. Don't forget to stop by our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can find today's message as well as the entire series. If you're joining us by way of YouTube, make sure you uh, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already done so. Hit the like button if it really spoke to you. That always encourages us. If you're listening by way of podcast, hi guys, uh, make sure that you share this podcast with a friend so that they may be blessed and encouraged. Until next time, remember, Jesus loves you, and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today, only he can make a way. I'll see you next time. Thank you.